Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. Today we are in Luke chapter 21. Jesus speaks of wars and persecution, the destruction of Jerusalem, and the coming of the Son of Man. Let's listen in to our guest reader, Dr. Dennis Furr, as he reads Luke 21. Luke chapter 21. Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the offering box, and he saw a poor widow put in two copper coins. And he said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them, for they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all she had to live on. And while some were speaking of the temple, how it was adorned with noble stones and offerings, he said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And they asked him, Teacher, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when these things are about to take place? And he said, See that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is at hand. Do not go after them. And when you hear of wars and tumults, do not be terrified. For these things must first take place, but the end will not be at once. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and pestilences. And there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors for my name's sake. This will be your opportunity to bear witness. Settle it, therefore, in your minds not to meditate beforehand how to answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be delivered up even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and some of you they will put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance you will gain your lives. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation has come near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let those who are inside the city depart, and let not those who are out in the country enter it. For these are the days of vengeance to fulfill all that is written. Alas, for women who are pregnant, and for those who are nursing infants in those days. For there will be great distress upon the earth, and the wrath against the people. They will fall by the edge of the sword, and be led captive among all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And there will be signs and sun and moon and stars and on the earth distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. The power of the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. And he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. 
as soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves and know that the summer is already near. Also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life, and that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. It will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. And every day he was teaching in the temple. But at night he went out and lodged on the mount called Olivet. And early in the morning all the people came to him in the temple to hear him. In 1994, I read Luke chapter 21 on one day, and I wrote, Giving out of means, not out of surplus. It's how we give, not how much we give. And then I wrote, Natural events should give us opportunity for testimony, referring to verse 13. I continued to write, By your endurance you will gain your lives, referring to verse 19. Men fainting from fear, for the powers of heaven will be shaken, referring to verse 26. I went on to refer to verse 28. When these things begin to take place, straighten up and lift your heads because your redemption is drawing near. And then don't let your heart be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and worries of life. Keep on the alert. Pray. The next year, 1995, I also read Luke 21 on one day. And I wrote, Give to God. He watches and knows what we give. Then I wrote, persecution should give us the opportunity for testimony for Christ. God promises to give you a mouth and wisdom when we need to speak out for Jesus. Sometimes I like to share my prayers related to the readings of the day. In 1995, I read Luke 21, the day before Thanksgiving. But I wrote in my journal, I'm emotionally sick and can't get well. I'm depressed regularly over life. Everyone is home and I am not happy. What can make me happy? I need resolution at work, but I'm afraid to find out what may be happening. Yet I can't linger not knowing. I am lonely. God, heal my heart, my mind, for your name's sake. Amen. In the last few chapters of Luke, we read about Jesus being emotional. As Christians, we are hardly exempt from our own emotions. Though I am daily in the Word, I too am not exempt from human emotion. So the stuff of life was getting to me at 40 years old in 1995. The next year, in 1996, I took Luke 21 and split it into two different days, verses 1 through 19 on the first day, and it was a Saturday, so I didn't write anything in my journal. But I did write what I did that day. I wrote Bibled Hotels, checked room by room at Embassy Suites and Marriott. Wore me out. As you can imagine... There's a lot of rooms in the Embassy Suites and a Marriott, and if we went room by room, that was an exciting day to check Bibles on behalf of the Gideons International. In fact, I think I remember this day. It was a day I was out with an older Gideon. He may have been in his 70s. When we went to the Marriott, they said their Bibles were fine. I asked the manager to humor me and let me see one of the rooms in the condition of the Bible, and he did. To his embarrassment, when he pulled the Bible out of the drawer, it was ballooned like it had water damage. 
It was not a good image for the Marriott. So I told him we could go room by room and replace any Bibles in that kind of condition. And so he said, okay, and they gave us the key to all the empty rooms in the hotel that day. The 70-something-year-old Gideon with me went, we're going to do what? And I remember saying, this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go check the Bibles in all the rooms, not let the housekeepers do it. So off we went, the two of us, and we checked hundreds of rooms. Most of the Bibles were in great shape, but we did replace a few. I remember that day as we went room by room checking Bible after Bible and looking through the pages to make sure nothing obscene was written in the pages of the Word of God. It became mechanical, and God stopped me that day. And he said, Remember, you're handling my Word. What a privilege. What an opportunity to handle God's Word. Back to my journals, the next day was a Sunday and I finished Luke chapter 21 and I wrote, my words will never pass away. And then I finished with, lest your hearts be weighed down with the cares of this life. The practical applications from Luke chapter 21 are first, check your attitude about giving. This chapter started with the widow's might. Remember that journal entry I wrote in 1994 about this. Give out of means, not out of surplus. It's how we give not how much we give that matters. So what's your heart toward giving? Next, when trials and tribulations come our way, are we prepared to give testimony for Jesus? Verse 13, this will be your opportunity to bear witness. Settle it therefore in your minds, not to meditate before how to answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. When persecution comes your way, will you give testimony Christ. And lastly, be watchful. Don't let your heart be weighed down with the cares of this life. Though in 1995, I did write down in my journal that the cares of this life were getting me down. I also know in the experiences of my life that the Word of God has so often lifted me out of those places of despair. So Jesus says, be watchful. Stay awake during those times. Pray that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. The chapter finishes with this phrase, And early in the morning all the people came to him in the temple to hear him. That's the last practical application, isn't it? Do you come to him every morning to listen to him? Just like he was there in the temple every morning, he's waiting for you each and every morning of your life. Come to him. Listen to him. Lord Jesus, thank you for the reminders of Luke chapter 21. Thank you for checking our attitude about giving. Thank you for the promise that you will prepare our mouths and our hearts under persecution. Thank you for reminding us not to let the cares of this world get us down. And thank you for being willing to meet with us each and every day. When we do, Lord Jesus, speak into our hearts. Give us the strength to have victory over the cares of this life. We ask it in your name. Amen.